Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein. here's your host, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. Yep, I don't know here. what's about to happen for the next 60 minutes, quite frankly. Uh, it's a holiday weekend. It's finally not 115 degrees. Ideal conditions all week to get out there. Uh, Harold was uh, whining about shooting 79 yesterday before we were getting ready, and I was not lending a sympathetic ear whatsoever. Well, you know, it's all very relative. It uh, is. So my 79 is disappointing to me, although the 84 two days before <laughs> was even worse. That was almost suicidal. Yeah. But when I have a student text me and say they shot 102. And it wasn't me. No, it wasn't. It was another student who actually has a, a very bright upside. Yes, upside. It is draft season, so yeah. uh, a lot of upside, a lot of potential, a lot of room to grow. Yeah, well. Look who yeah. showed up this morning. What are you doing? He got I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm here. I walked in. I instantly regretted waking up and coming in, and Swaggart had a look like, why is this guy here? Well, I'm like, you realize it's Saturday. Yeah, I do, yeah. I don't have a life, though. You do realize I have two kids, a wife. Like, I am the most boring of human beings. This is all I have to look yeah. forward to. I've now. been there. I've been there. I'm start. I'm almost I'm almost through that window. It is a perfect day to golf, though. Yeah, I, I, well, it's a lot cooler than oh, it's been. feels amazing. I'll tell you, I was just out of Stone Creek. Yeah. The greens, because of the temperature drop, Yeah. they weren't rolling like they were if it was U.S. Open week. They had yeah. slowed a little bit, a lot. Well, and a lot of the agronomists are allowing the greens to grow a little bit because the heat will basically kill them. Yeah. So our greens are poana, which is uh, like an annual bluegrass. And so if you don't take care of it, it, you can lose it in a matter of hours. So they're keeping the greens a little bit longer. So you just have to get used to it. I've seen you putt. 
Mm. I, it shouldn't have been an issue. Yeah, no, it actually, <laughs> it actually ended up being a good round of putting for me. It was oh, like the only thing I did good. Well, actually, you're a decent putter. The guy sitting to your left yeah. has got hands of stone. I do. I've seen some putts. I've yeah. seen some yeah. putts from him. Yeah. It's scary. I, it's, he said, it's, watch it's my there. putting. Yeah. I actually turn away because he's looking at I have to turn away yeah. and, and not watch. And just imagine um, when I look back up and see the ball is like four feet left of the hole and eight feet by. No, it was not a very good putt or yeah. a good stroke. So, so, yeah. So Sprague's here. Yeah. Don't know how long he's sticking around. The whole show. Oh, oh yeah. I, I invited him in. Fantastic. As a matter of fact. Well, this will be good because I, yeah. there's actually some things that are related to golfers, but not necessarily technical golf right. sort of things that p- cropped up in the last two weeks or the last week that we're going to get to today. Yeah, I have a question for both of you golf nerds. Uh, importance of caddy. Is this an overrated thing to fire a caddy, go get a new caddy? I feel like... Happy Gilmore taught me that a homeless man could be my caddy if I fed him crackers. Right. And yet the Bryson thing is a huge deal. And yep. I don't know what to think about that. Well, we're going we're gonna to discuss that. We're getting that. into that. We don't know what segment that's going to fall under. You're not going to talk about green grass and what kind of grass it is and all of that. You're going to actually talk about you know, something fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, this is part of your education. I mean, you want to be a golfer, right? You got to know a little yeah. bit about that stuff. We're going to and break. there are people out there who are actually, oh, really? That's interesting. Harold's fascinating. Yeah. Oh, they're lining up their putts. Oh, Harold <laughs> told me this is blue Kentucky bourbon grass. I got to make sure I'm hitting a little harder. So, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, Phil's whining about media coverage out in Detroit. And uh, is he making friends? Is he not making friends? Uh, and is he who's the next Pied Piper of American golf? Because Tiger, we don't know if anybody's coming, if he's ever going to play another competitive round again. Phil's the biggest draw. He wins the PGA and he's got crowds. Everybody wants him to be a part of their tournament. There's all sorts of talent, young talent coming up of American golfers, but who's going to be the Pied Piper? Who's the next one that everybody wants to be like on the golf course? And I don't know if there is one. And is that a big deal or not? Well, personality-wise, Colin uh, Marikawa is... is but does he have enough personality to I strongly to, disagree to go really? be Arnie What's or op- Jack or Phil I didn't, or I didn't Tiger? I'm here for your opinion. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that because right. I think that's uh, that's interesting here on this uh, Independence uh, Independence Day holiday weekend. Uh, plenty of action going on. We'll get there. Obviously, Sprague now under your direct tutelage. Got his first lesson. He's all messed up in the head. Uh, it's going to be fun. And, <laughs> He's uh, going to be good. I, yep. I will guarantee that he will be. Thanks. Player. Now somebody else is going to be better than me. This no, is no, no, no. I, I didn't wait. say that he was going to be this. better than you because okay. I think you you could be good also. He did tell me that he thought my potential was substantially better than yours. Yes. That's a fact. But you were way way more screwed up than him he's got a couple years <laughs> on me what do you want so yes so it's gonna be a uh, you know no holds barred hour here as we uh, send you into your holiday weekend and as always though we get started by going inside the ropes
It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. All right, four tours in action this week. The Champions Tour is in Endicott, New York at the Dick Sporting Goods Open. West Short Jr. is your leader at six under. Shocking development, Bernhard Longer is near the top of the leaderboard at five under. Uh, but they're coming off their one of their 12 majors that they seem to have on the Champions Tour. Uh, the Bridgestone senior players last week and Steve Stricker, who will captain the U.S. Cup or the U.S. Ryder Cup team, just walked all over the field uh, seven under and walked away with a, his third Champions major. Yeah, I, this guy can absolutely play and he can still play on the major tour. Also, he's going to be in the PGA next year because of this victory. I think what's fascinating is Bernard Longer. Uh, broke his putter. Do you know how, how he broke it? He he was in a power cart. It was sticking, you know, it's like eight feet long. And it was sticking out of his bag, and he drove underneath a gallery rope and snapped Ooh. the shaft of his putter that he's won 140 tournaments with. And uh, not quite, maybe 142 or four. Anyway, snapped it, had a borrow of putter, Scott McCarron had one he could borrow, and he went out and shot his lowest score ever with his borrowed putter. I think that's a great story. But Bernard Langer can can win in all sorts of ways, and this is uh, just goes to show you that swag. You should switch putters every now and then. Don't break the one you're using, but switch putters every now and then. I wanted to use the uh, three wood the way that Siwoo Kim did once he broke his. I thought, if this guy's doing it, maybe I can do it. Uh, that's very hard to do because it's so long. It's very hard to control in a in a long club well, like that. The club face is so active. But, uh, yes, again, I don't want to get too technical for you because this is a golf show. Well, I know, I know those clubs are long and it's tough for short guys like you, but for guys like no us, it's it's a little easier. You should try it. Have you ever tried to? Yeah, I actually did try it. The next time I golfed after that moment, we yeah. tried it on one hole. It, it didn't go that bad. No, no, it's it's a good way to chip. Yeah. If you're just off the green, give it a try. A, a lot of players use uh, hybrids from there, but it's, it's, yeah, give it a shot. I can't do it. Like you said, it's too long. It pokes me in the stomach. European tour. Uh, starting inside to get the ropes. yeah we're inside the ropes let let me get through this and okay. then we can just Where go off going? the rails harold is ready to go off the rails he's been I'm, ready to go off the rails since he texted me coffee i know i'm really moving uh some of the top players already getting over <laughs> on the other side of the pond uh, getting ready for the open championship in a couple week at royal st george's uh the dubai duty-free irish open lucas a bear of france uh, is your leader 16 under uh, Johannes Veerman, an American, playing over there, 13 under. Justin Harding, the South African, at 12 under. Rory McIlroy in the field, but uh, not uh, not in full swing mode yet. Back at four under par, he did make the cut, but just barely. Um, we'll get in maybe a little bit about the COVID uh, restrictions that are bothering many, many players as they get ready to head over there before playing in the, uh, what is it, the 146th, 147th Open Championship. But you'll see better fields on the next couple of European uh, the Scottish open usually has a lot of people that want to get adjusted to conditions and time time zone change and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's why, why they're over there right now. The uh, Tommy Fleetwood's back over there playing. Uh, I, who else is, uh, has gone over, but they want to play these 
Uh, the Irish and the Scottish Open to prepare for the, the British Open, which I think is going to be a great tournament this year. Where is it? Royal St. George? Royal St. George's. And that's a, a great golf course. Should be a, a yep. really a, a tough, depending on the weather. Yeah, the conditions Should, is always what makes the British Open. Will it be, will they have sun and heat and everything gets baked out? Or will it be windy and wintry even though it's the middle of july now how much are the american golfers going and playing that next tournament to prepare for it and why is it just the euros that think hey we're from here we need to prepare for this and the americans just say we're just going to fly over and play yeah because we're better no we're not because rory's pretty good yeah they tommy's pretty good (laughs) no the schedule doesn't work Mm. in their favor to do that uh Phil Mickelson goes over. He's played in the uh, he's played Scottish, in the Scottish Open quite Scottish a bit. Open. Uh, some of them are willing to do it because they they feel like the British Open is you know it's one of the four majors, so they'll do it. But it's very hard to schedule this many things coming up. You also have the Olympics coming up shortly, so it's you know how much time do you want to spend over in Europe preparing for one tournament? Um, yeah. I can understand one. You know, going over for the Scottish, but not for the Irish Open. The LPGA Tour is in uh, the colony in Texas where it uh, was super hot on Thursday. And then uh, the rains opened up yesterday, suspending play in round two with nearly two inches of rain that got dumped on the course. Matilda Kastrin of Finland is your leader. Ten under par. She got her round done uh, fresh off her first LPGA Tour victory a few weeks ago. Uh, Jiang Yun Lee six is back at eight under along with Jin Young Ko, who's no longer the number one player in the world because Nelly Korda is maybe the hottest golfer on the planet in any tour. Uh, she won her first major last week, the KMPG Women's PGA Championship. Uh, got a test from Lizette Salas. Good to see her getting back. She's trying to make the uh, Solheim Cup team. Uh, but Nelly Korda now three wins this year, picks up her first major. She takes over as the world's number one ranked female player and uh, looks pretty uh, pretty good going into the Olympics and Solheim Cup. Yeah, and this victory put her in a position to be selected for the, for the Olympics along with her sister. A good Olympic team. Uh, Lexi Thompson being the only one that's going who has played in, uh, in the Olympics. But I think the Americans look pretty tough. We should talk uh, about the Olympics coming up and whether anybody really cares about it. Yep, that'll be that'll be interesting. And again, it, I'll I'll go back to statements I made before. But yeah, I think the Olympics are missing. What statements you make before? The Olympics uh, deciding to play a stroke play seventy two oh, hole okay. thing totally missing an event to make Olympic golf special. Yeah, they totally event. missed the mark. What would you have done? I would have had it be a team event. I would also have it be mixed where the men and women play together on teams, something completely different from anything else that to, to make it must watch. Otherwise it's just another tournament. The field isn't as deep because you're limited as to, you know, the top players come from a limited amount of countries. So, you know, only you only get four representatives in and that's if all four are in the top 15 in the world rankings. So if they're outside of it, you only get two. Yeah. So how deep is the field? You have some countries being represented where they're two, three, four hundredth ranked in the world. So it's not it's not oh, really that compelling. Right. No, from a stroke uh play format, I, I would agree with you hundred percent. Uh will someone come from that two hundredth 
you know, ranking and win it. Yeah. Very doubtful. No. Particularly on the women's side, it's just not going to happen. On the men's side, it could get a little crazy. But I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, the idea of mixing and ha- really having it a true team event, which, and I think the format that you propose is uh, different than a Ryder Cup kind of uh, format. So I, it would be exciting, and it would be a true uh, representation of your country. Yeah. Uh, how would you work it out with the, you know, there's only two teams on the women's side that have four players and only one on the men's side that have four players. So how would you work that out? Yeah, I, you'd have to do it more. I mean, they've done it over the years with qualifying for, you know, team events like volleyball or basketball or whatever, where there's some sort of regional qualifying tournaments around the country. So Africa would have a qualifying tournament and the Americas would have one and Europe would have one and uh, Asia would have one. So I think maybe there's a way to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's certain, you know, certain teams will qualify based on their international success throughout the the years going. But uh, I would step back and totally rethink how you want to do that in order to keep golf make golf relevant in the Olympics. I don't think it's relevant in the Olympics. No, I, I would agree. It's not. I, I didn't know it was in the Olympics. You didn't know it was? No, I couldn't care less. Really? And yeah. everything he just described, that's not interesting to me. I will not be watching. Okay, well, yep. is Michael? I'm more <laughs> interested to see Shakari Richardson run on weed than I am to watch whatever the golf thing's going to be. Uh, and you know what? I would agree with you 100%. I love the field events. What uh, if what if we took the American golfers? We have too many of them. We need to yeah. share. We did twenty three and me. And if you have twenty percent of another country in you, you have to go play for that country. And we we spread out the talent that way. Well, there's plenty of I, talent talent worldwide with with the women. Oh, right. I'm talking the men. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, I think there's uh, there's. You think there's enough for the men? Yeah, yes. because you're only going to have if you had teams, you'd only have maybe. And if you have mixed teams, maybe you have two men and two women. I love the mixed idea, man. And then, yeah, I do too. Um, yeah. Would you watch it then? I would watch it then, yeah. Oh, then yeah. it would be very interesting. All right. Well, that, yeah. that's yeah. a good point. Good uh, work, Swaggy. The PGA Tour is in Detroit now. for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Bryson DeChambeau, the defending champion, did not make the cut. We'll talk about him and his caddy issues. Uh, Joaquin Neiman of Chile and Tom Lewis from England are your leaders at 10 under par. Did he say daddy issues or caddy issues? Caddy issues. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they were both. Uh, Bubba Watson <laughs> is at uh, eight under par. He's in the mix. Uh, Phil Mickelson made the cut on the number uh, with a couple of birdies coming down the stretch. We'll hear from him who uh, has uh, had his feathers ruffled there by the Detroit press. I bet you didn't see that coming, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, really? These guys are so sensitive. I know. I know. And the it's kind of free press does not hold back on anything. Yeah. And and why not? Why not just get under these guys? First? To one degree, he has a point, but to make it an issue, uh, come on, Phil. Yeah. You want to play in the tournament? Go play in the tournament. Just ignore it. But we'll we'll get to that. I, I I've got some comments. He. Came out harsh Thursday, and he backtracked a little on Friday. Well, of course, he did something illegal. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. I have a bigger problem well, with him wearing long sleeve shirts than the gambling story. The sunglasses nobody cares. Me a, on nobody a gray cares day. about gambling. No, nobody does. All righty. 
Uh, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll get into Phil and Bryson. Uh, we still have tips, so I imagine we're going to get into uh, your newest project, which is uh, mm. Turning Sprague. It's a very detailed assessment. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. Bring your pillows and your cot. I'm sending <laughs> videos to him at 1 a.m. I'm like, help me, please. <laughs> I had a nightmare. <laughs> oh, I told so you when I viewed it. Who knows where we'll get going. We're just getting started here. It's Golf of the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 821 here this morning, just having fun. Sprague happened by, joined uh, Harold and I here. Uh, as we get into the holiday weekend. Swigar, be honest. I walked in, you gave me a please don't be here and do this with me face. Did you not? I had no idea you were coming. Okay. So Special just, invitation? Yeah. He says, is Harold text me, goes, hey, can you come on for a mechanic segment? I said, sure. And then he goes, why don't you come do the whole show? Let's surprise Jason. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, this whole week's been surprises, uh, you know, with the Blazers bungling a press conference uh, that you couldn't believe. And uh, well, we already addressed that. Yeah. Swigar, let's move we on to golf. We'll move on there. Really? I never um, saw that that interview. How, I'm glad you're I like did. one of seven people yeah, in the you're... Portland metropolitan area that didn't see that. Oh, I like the other six. Uh, I'll be with you later this afternoon here on these uh, very same airwaves. I'll be down at Linfield. The Les Schwab Bowl is back. Uh, 5.30 pregame, yeah. 6 o'clock kip, uh, kick. Nemec will join me in the booth. So uh, we'll get to do a little uh, little high school football. Um, and we've got uh, some underclassmen joining uh, things this year as it's a little different, a little later in the year. So uh, the NBA game six, Bucks and Hawks will be over on 9-10 ESPN Portland uh, as a result today. 5 o'clock pregame, uh, pre 5.30 tip as uh, the Bucks try and close out the Hawks in Atlanta. So that's what's coming up 
today, and uh, we'll get back into golf for the next hour. We were talking about Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, he and his caddy part ways. Uh, it's not you, it's me, apparently, is is that old story. I'm not sure who we believe, but... Didn't they say the relationship's not done either? There's a possibility he right, could come back? Right. We just We just oh, need some space. They split up once before and came back. Yeah, oh, okay. so, yeah. So, yeah. It's the it's worst relationships. Right out of, right out of a soap opera as a result. Uh, but Bryson was the defending champion coming into the Rocket Mortgage Challenge. Uh, but coming off uh, the U.S. Open meltdown on the back nine, he was in contention and completely fell apart. He was asked about that uh, in his Tuesday pre-tournament press conference. You had some more time to reflect on what went wrong on the back nine at the U.S. Open. What, what's your take? take Just away? luck. Just luck? Yeah, hmm? luck. Okay. That's it? That's all you got from him. Now, is that just a self-preservation, like mental thing, not to go relive it? Like I, I, I players didn't... never blame themselves. Yeah, you've got to know, and you've been around professional athletes in this business for a long time. Uh, it's always somebody else, and particularly in golf, uh, it's not their fault. Uh, something wrong with the greens, or something wrong. There's too much wind, this and that. Uh, to blame yourself. Uh, publicly is just not a good policy. So reflecting on yourself, getting in a room, thinking about, okay, here's where I need to get better. Here's where, where I screwed up. Uh, that's one thing, but publicly they'll never admit to a mistake. Yeah. Well, I only shot a one Oh two the other day because my golf coach gave me really bad advice. I couldn't put it together and it was his fault. It wasn't my fault at all. I wasn't swinging. the. Club. I just wanted you to be grateful that it was better than one better than 103. <laughs> yeah. That was your a, advice. And if you sat back and thought about that and reflected on it, I actually laughed and I was like, that's a very good point. It could have been worse. Yeah. Why do golfers not own it? Quarterbacks own it. NBA superstars own it. Yeah, baseball pitchers they own it. Like, why don't golfers own if they suck? Well, be, uh, because we're very sensitive. People. I can tell. Yes. Yeah, and uh, you're right. Not all golfers will take that that path and say, "I'm not, I don't own it." Um, Tiger owned it. Phil owns it at times. Um, and there are other players who do that. Colin Marikawa does. I feel like Brooksy uh, owns it. Yeah. I've heard Brooksy say, you know, I didn't play well. I didn't put it together. Right, and... exactly. Uh, but somebody with uh, DeChambeau's personality is not going to accept mm. that. Well, and then he was asked, you know, what he's still trying to get out of his game. It was last year at the Rocket Mortgage that his retransformed swing, body, whole approach to, to the game uh, kind of came through and, and was put all together, is he still tinkering? Again, trying to hit it farther. I'm still looking for ways to hit it farther. There, there's still massive advantage to be had if you can do it right and build the right equipment. Um, but then combining that with you know controlling the wedges, I think that's something that's very difficult to do that not many people can do, and I still struggle with it at times, but uh, you know, I'm okay with that. I realize that that's a part of it, and nobody's in this threshold in this area trying to control wedges, trying to control putting, trying to control how far you're hitting it, and uh, I look forward to the challenge. Yeah, what he wants to eventually eliminate, because he is 206th from 50 to 75 yards of the green, he wants to hit it further so he eliminates that shot. So he wants to be able to hit his drive onto the green and then putt, which, uh, in fact, he's a terrible, streaky putter anyway. Now, I'm being facetious. He 
I think if he's going to win more tournaments, he needs to learn how to hit a wedge and to keep that driver in play. It's not about gaining another 10 yards. 10 yards isn't going to help him because now you, all right, so now he doesn't have a 75-yard shot. He's got a 65 or a 55. He's still terrible in that area. So he's got he's to work with his short game. Uh, I'll tell you the player right now, Phil Mickelson, who's bombing the ball and has a pretty decent short game. It's not as good as, as a, the TV people will, uh, you know, in the, uh, describe. Yeah. But he still understands the importance of the short game, and DeChambeau just doesn't. No, and now he's looking for a new caddy. We mentioned he and his caddy he has been with him off and on over most of his career. Uh, they're taking a break, uh, and so we'll be back together. Yes, I don't think so. I don't know about that. I've heard this my entire life. Well, the question <laughs> is: Is there anybody out there that would be willing to, you know, go on and think that they can work with Bryson and, and be part of his very technical, detailed approach to it? Uh, Michael Collins uh, was on ESPN Sports Center and begged to differ. Yes, he won Arnold Palmer earlier in the year, but that was in February or March, and now. He's going six straight tournaments without a top 10. And his last eight tournaments, he's only got one top 10, which is a ninth place finish. Compound all of that with stress and now not having a caddy. And think about this. He's got the Open Championship, the Olympics, and the FedEx Cup playoffs. And not having a guy that you know is going to be on the bag full time is going to put even more stress on Bryson. I even spoke to one caddy who said, you know, back in the day, he had gotten offered that job and said no, that he wasn't going to take it. Everybody thinks now, number six in the world, Bryson, you're going to want to be on that golf bag. There are a lot of caddies that I've spoken to already that said even if they got offered the job, they wouldn't take that golf bag because it's too stressful. Yeah, can you imagine you you get up early in the morning and you got to deal with this guy for five or six hours on the golf course, and then he's going to practice afterwards for about three or four more hours. Now it's midnight. You got to, you haven't eaten. You got to go home, get some sleep, and get up the next morning. Yeah. Just from that standpoint, I'd quit. Uh, but the idea of the way he approaches the game, uh, is, it's so analytical that uh, I can't imagine a lot of caddies want to be responsible for that much mathematics. What, how, what analytics does that dude see where you have been teaching golf for about 73 years of your life and you say he needs you know, a short this game. This could be your last invitation. Yeah, it doesn't okay. matter. I'm going out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> okay, and that on. guy thinks it's better to hit it 10 yards further to screw the short game, and you're telling me it's important. What analytics does that guy see that tells him he's right and you're wrong? Because um, your opinion's more prominent than his opinion. Well, That's the opinion, most critique thing about it. My opinion is from a, from a teaching standpoint. Right. From an instructor standpoint. So I understand. I look at the total game. So I, I look back at players like like Tiger Woods, uh, one of the best examples. Uh, Tiger struggled with his driver, and yet because of his, his short game, his putting, he was arguably the, the greatest golfer ever to live. So uh, Bryson's got a total different thing. He's got a macho thing about golf. Um, he should be drinking beer on the golf course. He just wants to go out and muscle it, and he thinks he can out-muscle a golf course, and you can't. I mean, history was will his, tell you. Was, was the win at Wingfoot maybe 
a little misleading. The worst thing, the yeah. worst thing for him. Yeah. It, it gave him a false sense of confidence that he could simply repeat that over and over and over. I, I would agree. That reinforced his approach to it. But uh, the, since February, as they, they were saying, he's, uh, he's proved otherwise. That uh, yeah. it's maybe, and he even said it two weeks ago, maybe I have to step back a little bit from trying to hit the ball so far. And now this week he's saying, now i got to hit the ball further. So I think he's a bit confused himself. Yeah, and it would be, I don't, I don't know who is in his coaching corner. You know, it, his circle is probably pretty small, so it's going to take somebody he really, really trusts to be able to convince him to make adjustments or alter some of his philosophies. Yeah, I don't can, think you can't any, do that. No. I mean, he doesn't seem to want to do that. Right? Exactly. And that's the problem. And because he he is so intelligent and he is so, uh, you know, how do we know he is? I mean, he he's that got label. No. no, 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 no. His degree at SMU is in some sort of rocket. Oh, it's in, oh, okay, it's okay. in astrophysics or something of that nature. Mm. Well, um, there's a lot of bright guys out on the tour, so he's not the only one. And but, they don't approach the game in the same way. No, no. He studied. He has a degree right. in some physics. sort of astrophysics or yeah. aeronautical something. I forget what it actually is, but he's essentially got a degree in rocket science. So how much losing does a guy go through before he says, it's me, I need to allow yeah. somebody else to give me a different approach? Well, and it's, and it's one More of those than things. More he's had right now. Yeah, well, because he, yeah, because he trusts, because he believes so much in the theory because it's so factually or scientifically based. He's like, no, the, the, doing all this and he takes the human factor out of it to a degree in the theory yeah. that trying to account for or trying to quantify the human element is extremely difficult. I mean, the, well, the, the thing about that, though, is there's examples right next to him that his theory's wrong and the other theories are right. Yeah, Bro, but he's pretty Brooksy, Colin, like, he, these guys have multiple majors. This dude has one, and yeah. that's the theory that's right? Exactly. So well, it's, it's that. That's where he has to reflect. Yeah. Where do I fit into to this going forward and is my theory of playing golf correct? Yeah, it's a theory or not that there's a theory that could be more successful. That's not right and wrong. His theory does work. He's shown that it does work, but equating why it worked, was it strictly the science or was there something he was out there, something unique in him physically or mentally that particular week conditions that allowed him allowed the theory to work that he's not factoring in so that he's just a head case and he's always going to be a head case because he overthinks it to that degree and so he's got to find a caddy that can deal with that and i think that's going to be pretty difficult we got to take a break when we come back we're going to get into the uh the lessons that uh young sprague oh is uh, starting to I only got on. one, and I'm playing like three rounds after. I don't think I'm ready for this. It's I, awful. Yeah, I'm going to uh, need some more coffee. All right, we'll get some more coffee. We're making the turn. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to ask the pro on Golf in the Northwest on the fan. 836 here this morning. His bag's too heavy. Sprager mm, surprising yeah. us. Sitting in with us. Good morning. I haven't had enough of this yet. Yeah. yeah. I could fit in. Duchambeau's bag. I couldn't carry it. Dude, I wanted to have you in my pocket the last round I played. I'm like, I need to pull out Harold right now and tell me what to do. You know, if I I, I do give playing lessons at times, I, and that's I got to get out with you guys, but I won't play. Sure. Because I, I you know, I just can't. Then you won't care about me. You know, that's exactly right. Yeah, you're yep. selfish, I know. Yeah. No, it's and I, I really marvel at instructors who can play with their player and give instruction at the same time because that takes changing your focus to them, to yourself, to them. And I, I'm not like that. I, mm. I can focus either on you or on myself, and I, I have a lot of difficulty doing both. Well, let's focus on Sprague, who got his first uh, official lesson from you recently. Mm-hmm. Where, so when you're looking at somebody who is not starting from scratch, has played the game and is, you know, has some physical aptitude towards it, where do you start? Well, first of all, we call them experienced golfers, and that's not a compliment because what they've done is they've created habits that um, you have to break. And it's not that they're a Duchambeau-like where they're going, well, what I'm doing is is correct, although you will run into those people. Um, It's that they have uh, created some body movements that just aren't right and you've got to kind of bust through those and create new and better habits so where where did you start with spring well i always start and recently i had a on on facebook where instructors were chatting they said we should just throw out all fundamentals well <laughs> you've got to have a place to start so you can't throw out fundamentals you have to allow the fundamentals can be uh, different for different players. So the first thing I look at is grip. Uh, so I look at grip, stance, ball position, alignment, and posture. For me, posture is very important because it, it indicates a balance point. His posture was good. I left it alone. His ball position was poor. Didn't know where to place the ball in his stance uh, with regard to an iron that he had in his hand. Um and I, so I sensed that regardless of what club I put in his hand, he wasn't going to know where the ball should be. So I had to clarify that. But the worst thing was his grip. 
And oftentimes I won't address a grip issue unless it's really terrible. And in his case, it was really terrible. So he gets in. So once he and I he knows this. you so he can he can get right to the chase. But once he started messing with it, how foreign, how out of body did it feel trying to implement the changes he wanted to see you make i felt like i was in fourth year italian and i'd never heard one word in italian in my life i didn't feel like i was holding the club i felt uh you know you talk to somebody after being numbed at the dentist yeah it basically felt like that physically for me golfing yeah everything felt weird he's got my foot kind of slightly kicked out a little bit on every swing i didn't know what to do on my chipping situations (laughs) We didn't even touch the driver for the first lesson. So now I'm going out and playing around with a driver. Yeah. And I'm like, do I apply the same ideas and principles? I, I've been hitting the range a couple of times since the lesson. It feels, it's starting to feel a little comfortable. Yeah. It still has not clicked. But I would imagine that it takes multiple lessons, not just one, before you finally kind of maybe reach some uh, slight untapped no. potential. Yeah, there's a process involved. And to we spent an hour a little more than Actually, an hour together two. Yeah. yeah yeah really it was almost two hours god it felt like well it and, whole and day. Hey, it's what it's like you yeah. know and, and i went home needed a nap mm. yeah that. well okay. i need a nap after the show every day so um <laughs> but you've worked with me on making changes to a particular part of whether it's setup takeaway uh-huh. ball position and what seems like something that is incremental you know uh-huh. You will tell me at the end, this is going to take a while. We are making a major change. Yeah, the issue is that, and we, I worked with uh, Brandon on his takeaway position because that, that first movement of the club is so critical and important. Uh, if it's off, a lot of bad things happen after that. So uh, it is incremental. Uh, and yet we're dealing with a, Golf has to be played holistically, yeah. and yet you're breaking down specific parts. And that's the issue that you will have uh, in learning. Uh, it's very difficult in an hour or so to explain everything. But the first thing I did tell you is we have to build a context for you to understand what makes a good or effective golf swing. There's no perfect golf swing. What makes an effective golf swing for you personally? So building that context sometimes means segmenting certain parts of the swing or positions so you understand it, uh, and then training those. Uh, and yet, when it comes right down to it, i got to teach you a total motion. Mm-hmm. So we worked with one little aspect, but then I had you swinging past that point and through the ball and trying to uh, see if you could make this incremental change and yet stay in balance which you were unable to do. But luckily I was there to pick you up off the ground. Yeah. And Well, you metaphorically, the- you actually could not physically pick me up <laughs> off the ground. We no, know that. But, but unmetaphorically, yeah. so, I could. So as he continues to work to, to get the grip. Um, and he did a good job yeah. with the grip, I will say. Because that's that is like pulling a wisdom tooth. Yeah. Uh, so then, once, easy. once the grip becomes more um, just instinctual, it's starting. And I had a range session yesterday after the show, and I just went and hit like two buckets of balls. Yeah. And I just every time the grip's pretty normal for me now. So yeah, what's the good. next? What's the next piece? Well, and I gotta congratulate you because uh, grips are tough to change. 
Uh, and when we're talking about the grip, we're essentially talking about the, how the club face is going to be delivered at impact. Right. So that, that's the moment of truth. And you gave me a neutral grip, right? Isn't that what you call it, a neutral grip? Absolutely. Yeah. So for our listeners, a neutral grip, if you stand up straight, let your hands hang to your sides and just bring your, your hands out in front of you, palms facing one another, that's a neutral grip. Grip. Um, yours was not so. I was interlocking. I was a I was a gigantic mess. Well, and I didn't even know it. Yeah, the the interlocking. It's the way you were interlocking. There's nothing wrong with an interlocking grip. It's the manner in which you were doing it. Mm. So that's something that we can look at in the future. What is the next? Step yeah. What do you got? What do you want to well, see next time you guys get together? I sent me a a, a video. I sent him three night. videos since the lessons. Really? Yeah. I only I only could handle looking at one. See, yeah. I send him stone tablets. To, oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the carrier pigeons, yeah. and they bring them <laughs> on over. So, um, the next step, we we have to really look at that takeaway. I noticed how you were trying to do it, and how you were actually doing it in your actual swing. It was actually it was better than in. Your your practice motion. Mm-hmm. Um, the club face was still pretty shut going back, which means that you are going to have to manipulate that club face in your downswing in some manner. Shut, meaning that if you made a normal swing through, ball was going to go left right. or hook. I had a couple enough. hooks, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the club face wasn't correct. So we got to work on that a little All bit. Right. Your position at the top of the backswing was pretty darn good, considering the takeaway was off. A um, little stiff at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I look a lot at, at body language and stiffness. And when you're in a learning situation, you're going to be a little bit more stiff and irregular in a sense, constipated yeah. uh, at the top of the backswing. So we got to work a little bit with your tension up there and a little bit with your balance at the top. That's where I'm working with swag right yep. now. Um, but again trying to get the flow of the swing in there at the same time. So I don't want to lose the forest for the trees. I don't want to get into so much into position that you're unable to swing through with any amount of freedom. I will say, though, he did give me a great tip on putting. We worked for 20 minutes maybe on putting. The rest was iron. Uh, I applied that. Different grip on the putting stroke as well. Yep. Huge difference. Huge difference for me. Yeah, well, we'll continue to uh, monitor the progress as uh, both Sprague and I try to uh, make. Well, you're the... both pretty. You're both good students. I uh, because I haven't had to pull out a baseball bat and whack no. it along the side of the head. No, no. I don't think you know. Yeah, no, won't need. That. I'm not Bryson here. I got in no. the '80s. I thought I was Bryson. My way's working, and then I got right back into the '90s, yeah. and I said, "No, I can't do this." I need yeah. lessons. Well, eventually, you'll either love me or hate me. I'm blamed for your your bad shots. Yeah. I already love how much I hate you. <laughs> That's good. Uh, right. We'll come back we in the business of golf. Uh, Phil Mickelson is the Pied Piper of American golf right now with Tiger uh, not knowing if he's ever going to play again. Swag, this is an easy thing that you've teased, and I can't believe it, we're making it difficult, but I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it when we come back for the business of golf. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. 849, wrapping things up this morning here. Sending you into your holiday weekend. Center in St. will be following us. Uh, Brandon Sprague. This is going to be one of our best ofs. Would you do seven to nine? Well, I explained to Harold... Because he talked about that at one point. We should really do two hours. You should have a two-hour show. You don't understand how much more work and prep goes into a two-hour show versus a one-hour show. Oh, then I think we got to cut it back to 15 minutes. You guys have 14 pieces of paper out here on the table. I've never brought a piece of paper in before. What do you mean? There's not a lot more prep. We could talk for a half hour about Bryson. I do not want a two-hour show. Does he have show. caddy issues or daddy <laughs> issues? I don't know. <laughs> we, got one, we got two votes against a two-hour show. We got one vote for... Yeah, and, do not uh, want to. I just know show. as a guy that's in his car a lot on Saturdays to go disrupt his mental health by shooting horribly on a golf course. I know that I turn it on and I'm like, oh yeah, they only have uh, 20 minutes left. Yeah. If I if and usually well, on earlier tea times, yeah. if I'm in 7 a.m., I don't have it. Well, the boss is always saying you want to leave him wanting more. Oh really? Yeah, I that's know. one. Of, don't that's, touch my. Those are one of those. Anymore. Sometimes I disagree with that opinion. <laughs> that's, thing. Yeah. that's a big Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Sacramento uh, uh, point there. Always well, leave him wanting more. That's not how porn operates, but okay, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, yes, it is. no, it is. All right, let's get to Phil Mickelson. Uh, won the PGA uh, at, at Kiowa Island with the hordes and the crowd, and and his sixth major at fifty one. Uh, still. The biggest draw, I think, on on the PGA Tour and in American golf, even though his game, the consistency in his game is not where it used to be. He can he can dial it up and get hot any week. We can still see that the talent is still there. But if you actually look at his stats, he's not his short game isn't where it is consistently. He's not putting as great as we thought or we seem to think he is. He's still hitting it long enough, and when he can put it in the fairway, then he can score. So, But with Tiger, who knows if we're ever going to see Tiger again on the PGA Tour. You have all of this young talent that we see week in and week out. Um, it's a different name near the top of the leaderboard, but I don't know that there's anybody that galvanizes the golf crowd and can go outside of it, bring in the fringe or the, the, you know, casual sports fan, draw them in to be interested in golf the way Phil can. And I don't know that there's anybody on the horizon because it started with Arnie. Yeah. Arnie was first one. Then Jack came along. Uh, and then you had Phil. They hated and Tiger. Jack incidentally. Yeah. And they hated Phil when Tiger was out there. Yeah. You gotta understand. Tiger was never warm and fuzzy. No. Toward the public. What we appreciated was his talent and the fact that he dominated the field. He dominated the sport. 
And that's why he drew so many people in, whether they were casual or serious uh, viewers. Um, and they hated Phil at first because he was infringing on Tiger's, you know, potential. Uh, I would say it took a while before people. Uh, well, there was Phil always was in his forties before people liked him. When he won the Masters is when people exactly. were like, oh, I actually feel won- really good. He's a Chris Paul of, of the PGA Tour. A lot of people don't like him, but if he wins a chip, right. they're going to be like, hey, I actually feel really good for that guy. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Is there somebody that's there now that you think can take that mantle? Well, it depends. We were talking about this off air that uh, I think this Brooks is an Kepka, easy answer. Yes. Brooks Kepka could be that guy, but he's going to need uh, – we've got to be more aware of how – Kevin Kisner, uh, Brooks Kepka, and these other players, how funny they are and real. Max Homa, we were talking about, no. he's, a, he's a warm personality. The media needs to support these people and bring out their personalities, and I don't think they're doing it just yet. They tend to focus on one, but you've got five or six guys out there that who, not that they will dominate. Tiger was rare. That's that's never going to happen again, once I don't in a think. Generation. Phil is kind of hanging in there, but, you know, there comes a time when uh, the younger people don't appreciate Phil because they don't have any personal connection with him. He's a yeah. guy in his 50s. What do you – you don't necessarily connect up with a guy in I his 50s. I don't know that Brooks wants the level of spotlight of a Phil or a Tiger that he's – totally comfortable with that that he will embrace being that guy all the time that's because they like their privacy too because so they like it both ways they want to be adored and yet they want their privacy and that's a very it's a very difficult thing to learn how to do uh and certainly after watching tiger go through what tiger went through yeah now he put himself in, you know. Well, to, were they raised to be on a golf course and their dad was having affairs? I mean, I think there's yeah. a there's a backstory that sets up who Tiger is, but versus like a Brooks Kepka. Just seeing how fast it can all crumble. Sure. Um, very protective of of their privacy. But it's Kepka. I mean, the answer is Kepka. Yeah, but it doesn't need to be any one person. I mean, is that I do. What we yeah, need I do. I think I think, I think, I, I think you I think need there's a only guy. room yeah. for one. You need there's one. only room for one. You okay. need one. You have to have one, man. To get people like me, not you. I mean, this is, you love this stuff. You need people like me. You need one. Yeah. And the dude has four. People don't care about personalities as much as I think we think they do. Oh, like Tiger. They do. No, Tiger was drywall, man. Nobody cared about Tiger, the person. He was just amazing. If Brooks wins another and he's doing the social media stuff once in a while, giving away free beer. Yeah. Uh, that's know, as good as it's going to get, I think, that's for a fans. Good point. I think the it's free as good beer as will get. always bring people like you out. And he's real. He's honest. Yeah. Why do people like John Daly? Because he was real yep. and he was honest. Yes. Unfortunately, yep. he's well past his yeah. prime. But uh, yeah, we've. I guess you're right. We've always focused on one. We love I, winning. We yeah. love dominance. We love winning. Yeah. Like he wins two more majors. He's at six. Yeah, yes. But, uh, they're very critical about the fact that he only wins majors. Well, you know, guess what? That's the, That's hardest, the hardest thing to do. Yeah, is exactly. But, oh, until he and wins see, on the regular tour. Well, that's the piece, though, because I, I think there's a lot of other tournaments that he's – because Phil now, the last few years, he's been going around kind of being, you know, the headliner and when he's there in the pro-am and doing all sorts of extra stuff. I don't think Brooks wants to do that. I don't – I that's the piece where I'm like – Will he go to the extent to really 
make himself totally available for that public. No, and he I don't think he wants to do that. No, and you know Phil didn't do it for quite a while either, and now until he got it. Yes, exactly. So now he's signing autographs and, mm-hmm. and being. Speech was the one that got it and could have been until he kind Broke of down and melt. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know that there is one. I know. And I wonder what that three old three guys that are not going to be. You really yeah. don't think it's going to be Brooksy? No. Uh, I think he's got some potential, but I, I don't see that. Because Morikawa doesn't have the personality to me. And I love Morikawa. Big yeah. Morikawa guy. Yeah. Homa, I don't know if he's going to do it consistently ever to be up there. He'll be liked, but will he be beloved the way that Phil and Tiger well, and all those got guys a, are? He's got to win on a exactly. higher level. So Ricky can't tougher. do it. Uh, I think Ricky's a possibility, if but Ricky, he's got to win a but he major. Can't, well, when are we going to stop playing this? Golf yeah. people are the worst in that regard. Give it up. He's all not right. going to be that guy. Just wear the bright Puma stuff and let it go. He's not winning major championships out here. Thanks for sitting in, my friend. What about Willie Z? I'm a big <laughs> Willie Z guy. Hey, wait a minute. We got another we gotta hour? Go. No, we no. got to go. Okay. No, please. Will, Will, wants God, his, no. Will wants his full two hours. Will's got hot takes on all things Oregon State assisted coaches and Blazer ownership <laughs> to give, all right? Come all on. right. Get out there, Sprague. Break 100 this weekend. Oh, dude, I hope I can. Yeah, Will, so we'll get you going. Will, as always, for Harold, I'm Jason. Hit him straight. Anyway, you got the English rap. I like leaving the stick in. Susie said yes. They're tightening up. I want to be whipped. Look, I'm I'm in the rough quite a bit. So yeah, you are. Well, they always call swag the reach around. Which here. five am I putting out right. to, to score? It's not right. like he's just sitting around sleeping all day. Bye. But... You know how easy I am. Yeah, I know. <laughs> in Europe. Uh... <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.